You are listening to the Morning Bliss with Patricia Mandula. I say, I say, Africa must wake up. The sleeping sons of Jacob for what tomorrow may bring. May Our dynasty on the Morning Bliss. Can you tell me, young ones, who are we today? Africa, wake up. It is time for our dynasty. And uh, this morning we are joined by... Uh, the renowned Bishop uh, Joshua Maponga, we are talking about community and social transformation. We want to understand who we are as Africans. What is our DNA before colonialism? And also, is it possible for us to build black sovereignty, African sovereignty? We've been called the dark continent for far too long. Are we able to bring light to this continent? Thank you very much for joining us, Bishop Joshua Maponga. Uh, it's a great honor and a pleasure to have you on The Morning Bliss. Thank you very much and greetings to all your listeners around the world. And my apologies for the other night I passed out. <laughs> well, we do understand you're a busy man, uh, but uh, a farmer of thoughts and so on. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. So, Bishop, I, I, I've got a poll that I've put out, right? And I'd like us to start here. We've asked on Twitter at SAFM Radio, and we've asked our listeners, who is responsible for building Africa's sovereignty? We've said, one, is it the individual? Is it traditional leaders? Is it government or maybe uh, at the African Union? 62.5% currently say government and the African Union are responsible for building Africa's sovereignty, while 33.3% uh, say mm -hmm. it's the individuals who are responsible for this. But on the same Twitter poll that we'll keep on looking at, uh, reshoots them at Magau Alumni X, says, how do you build sovereignty? So let's start there. Let's answer this question from this uh, tweet, uh, uh, tweet that asks, how do you build sovereignty in Africa? I'll give you a very, uh, thank you very much, but a long question, but let me try and wrap my head around it. The, the first submission I'll give you is a definition of a small country in Africa by the name of Zimbabwe. Uh, Zimbabwe. Originally, it must be pronounced as Zimbabwe, which simply is translated Zimbabwe. It houses where is stones. It's houses built on stones. Then it's a big, big house that is built on stones. The simple definition, therefore, of community building will be foundations and the building of homes. So you build a home on a solid foundation. And only when homes are built, Zimba, then you end up with a Zimba, which now becomes the community. And once you look at it from that angle, you will find that all the leaders that we are looking for, be it political, economic, religious, and social, and royal leaders, which we are looking for, there is no way we can, we can find them unless and until we have homes that produce that quality of people that we are looking for. 
because don't even worry about politicians. They're just like you. If you get if you if you get into power, you do exactly what they're doing. Because our socialization as a community and as a society has been a neo-colonialistic space. Therefore, within the building of the community, number one, there is a family. You start with the family, which builds an individual. Then the family introduces their member to the society. And then the society introduces the member to the nation, and then Africa, and to the world. So there is individual preservation, which comes from education, from the family preservation, which then moves over into societal preservation. And issues of land, culture, and traditions remain fundamental, because these are the stones, the foundations, on which identity of individuals is formulated. It has been complicated, if not difficult. But we send our children to to Caesar, and we are surprised when they come back as Romans. So we go to Massachusetts, we go to England, Edinburgh, we do Scotland, we do Australia for study, we go to University of Cape Town, Johannesburg, and you spend 25 years, some 30, some 35 years, learning the ways of the Romans. By the time you come into power, there is no way that you can be an African. Because intrinsically, the wiring of the mind has been thoroughly contaminated and circumcised in the Eurocentric forms and formats of thinking, appetites, diets, governance, and etc. So let's go today, let's try and unpack how a society has been formulated through colonization, and then we can map up a way of how we break the colonial change. I thank you. Bishop, you have put it clear, and I think uh, where you want us to start off is where we should start off. Who were we at pre-colonial uh, times? Uh, DNA. What was our DNA? And how should we start forging our way into this uh, beautiful uh, part of being proudly African? I would, I would, I would suggest that our, our DNA is uh, natural. We are people of the, of, the, of the soil. And again, on that one, I'll take you to a country called Uganda. Uh, Uganda, uh, Uganda, the people of the skin, the people of melanin, and all it means that is our 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 nine uh, our nine um, coding. These are the white move six. You can do some further research on that in terms of our even intrinsically in terms of our DNA. We are not the same with uh, with with, uh, with our Caucasian friends. We have our melanin gives us more empathy, love, and we are entrenched, basically, and calibrated in natural natural lives. This means natural water. This means natural food. This means that we are blessed to have the skin that has been treated by the sun. We are more community-based. And if you can look at it from a campus point of view, which is not east, uh, south, and west, doors of the west, have the great eye, the American eye, the American dream, I, me and my wife and my child, and that makes family. And uh, the northern principle is that of machinery. Replace people with machines, and uh, we just become technical. By the time we go east, it becomes holistic. Uh, we look at the spirituality and how to live 
with your entire body and be able to do yoga and etc. But the beautiful part when you look south, yeah, which is Ubuntu, we are more social. Ubuntu, Ubuntu, Babantu. We, we, I don't succeed alone. I succeed with everybody else. It is called nepotism, which is horrible. But that is intrinsically built into our system. There's no way you can manage a, a daily board and your sister's child is not working and you will not be told by your family, hey, get in some work also. And, and because you cannot go alone, we go as a community. So the South, which is Ubuntu, gives us the social dynamics. The West deserves the high ego-based philosophy. The North gives us more machination and uh, industrialization and technologies. The East talks about holistic. So without necessarily saying we are treated, we are not that. The idea of uh, an African community is that the I, the person, uh, must be developed within the, the technologies of the African context and must learn to become holistic in terms of life, but above everything else, have a healthy, social, you know, plural, community-driven mindset. Therefore, who were we before then? You basically looking at the people planted on their ground where we could have seemed like we were manufacturing little, but we had everything, and we had ourselves and relationships and nature with us. We do not put animals in game reserves. We live with them. We live together with them. And we, we, we shared our waters with the fish. We shared our air with the birds. But right now, with the industrialization and civilization and contamination, food, diet, and medicines, we have now ended up having some of our spirituality in terms of our signals being debilitated uh, with the quality of food and water and medicines of which we are eating. So we to look at our we to look at our DNA will be how do we reset ourselves to factory settings and I find those spaces of peace, find the natural foods and, and find our relationships more meaningful and celebrate our seasons as a community. And, and I think that's what we lost at most. And I will go a little bit further to explain uh, how the colonial system comes and destabilizes natural habitat of the African. Please don't hold back. Um, because of time, I'd love you to get us there. Um, uh, tell us how uh, have we been destabilized. And maybe in the same breath, also tell us how we can restore. Yeah, I think the first one, what the colonialism did when they came into space, they re- removed business from us. Cattle had to pay tax, jobs had to pay tax, beard had to pay tax. And uh, we people needed to pay this debt uh, through employment. So you destabilize the family by taking away the male child, the fathers and grandfathers, and push them to the mines. Not because they wanted to work in the mines. The reason for going to the mines uh, was that they needed to go and access money to come and pay the taxes. So business is the fundamentals of uh, community establishment, uh, where we are moved away from wealth to money. Our wealth was land, cattle, sheep, and boats, and relationships. That was our wealth. That was our center of wealth. And then you destabilize that. And from after that, then you put a, you put a, you put together what you might call a political system, that then begins to protect the business. This is where you now begin to find that the 
the, the politicians, the, the new government destabilized the kings, destabilized the chiefs, uh, throw away this way of governance, and this is protected by the police. And this is you, you take away the, the the center that holds which Noah said that the book things fall apart is written from, where the center is no longer holding. So you destabilize the royalty, which is actually the the governance system. So it's business first, and after business, you create a new governance system, which is a political space. And then from governance level three, you build legislative frameworks so that you can deal with those that are defaulting. This is where prisons are formulated, where courts are formulated, so that we bring everyone in line. And on top of that, then the media and propaganda, that's where religion and education are factors. So there's four stages. Business, by the politicians, because politicians are prostitutes of business. The business, by politicians. Politicians formulate regulations and legislature, and then legislature informs media, propaganda, and religion how to manage the society. If we are to come out of this, therefore we need to understand how we colonize and how we decolonize ourselves. We need as Africans to build our own indigenous solid businesses. We don't apologize for that. There's nothing wrong with Africans having monopoly over their own economy. The whole thing of BEE is even substandard. We want to look at a complete takeover of our own African economies as the British, as the Scottish, as the Germans, as the Americans, as the Indians, and as the Chinese, have full authority over their own economy. So only in Africa we must argue how much a white man must get and how much an Indian must get. And of all that, the African can always deal with the change about that. So we have business, business, and by the politicians. We need politicians that are fully bought by African business people. Right now we have politicians who are bought with white money. And they cannot do great business because money to get policy. So you do business as Africans, buy your politicians. And after buying your politicians, then inform your politicians to create legislative frameworks that protect your own businesses. And after that, then create your own propaganda, your own machinery, your own you know, education, your own religion. And then tell your children, generations, create your own holidays, put up your own statue and your own monument and create the kind of society that we want. We seem to have people that are educated, but they're not informed exactly as to how to bring transformation. No matter how many new politicians you put in power, unless their software is calibrated in the ways in which I'm telling you, we are simply swapping hyenas with foxes. Let's go to uh, the voice notes and messages we've got on uh, the line. It seems there's a voice note, yeah? Uh, good morning, Patricia and the brilliant team. How are you today? Well, Patricia, I would say the DNA of Africa was lost a long time back. You know, the fact that we failed uh, to, to go back to our roots, even after colonization and when we got all the independence, we had adopted all these foreign ways of living and we thought they were better than our African uh, culture. You know, that's when we lost our DNA. Right now, you, you, you know, it's even difficult to teach our kids about uh, traditional foods, about our African foods, because of all these things that are happening in the world. And I don't know, 
I don't know, it's difficult being African because you have to explain yourself every time that you want to try and explain anything. Thank you. Thank you for that message, A-Tima. Um, there's a, a message for you here, uh, Bishop uh, Maponga. It says, why are we as Africans, why is it that we can't build each other um, economically? And also, why are all our parliamentarians and our parliaments um, run by elders? And does that mean that no young people are capable? Because what we have explaining, our parliamentarians are sponsored parliamentarians. They are not they are not truthful. They, their mandate is not coming from the community. Their mandate is coming from the economic community. So business adulterates, business pollutes, business governs politics. Come a simple question. If you want to know who is ruling your country, find out who donated money for the campaign. Then you know who is your president. You will know who is a parliamentarian. So until Africans are in charge of their economy, politics is a playfield for poor people. Sure. Um, on Twitter, there's another message here. This message says, well, in my opinion, and it's from Atis Bonello, C7, who says, in my opinion, I think the greater part should be played by the individuals, but also state government to assist when we were asking the question, who's responsible for building Africa's sovereignty? Uh, right now, the polls have really changed, Bishop, um, on Twitter. 63.6% uh, say government or the African Union is responsible for Africa's sovereignty, where 9.1% say traditional I, I, leaders. I have another reservation. I have another reservation. We do think government is responsible. Because government is not there. Government has been sponsored by economics. Yeah. If you understand the involvement of Americans and African ideologies, they want to insert their own principles from the West and they're even money to do that. So if you expect the government to look after your children, you're going to end up with a polluted community sponsored by the external people. Bishop, let's wrap up our conversation. Um, it's, it's one that has no end because uh, the, we still don't have a full sovereignty of our continent. Our people are still very colonized. And I think the way we live is, um, is a determining, like you say. We study uh, in systems that are not necessarily African and we forget the Africanicity of who we are. However, as we wrap up this conversation for today, and I'm sure we're going to have more, what are your closing comments, Bishop? My closing comment, take off your shoes. Find out your roots. Simply start thinking of buy black, think black, eat black. You know, bank black, insure black, drive black. If, if what you want is not there, then create it for yourselves. We need to create a parallel system to the colonial system, and then we patronize the system and build our own selves at our own pace with no pressure from anybody. Then we can begin to have our own African identity, which I think can stand parallel to the Indian community identity, to the European identity. And I think Africans were just footnotes on our own historical interests. Bishop Maponga, thank you so very much for joining us. Uh, It's a great pleasure. Uh, Hopefully you'll be with us again on the Morning Bliss in the near future. That'll be fine, my brother. Thank you very much for your time.